0: hello and welcome to another episode of the african five aside podcast Uh, we're continuing to preview the teams in the africa cup of nations we want to do uh, 24 teams and speak to 24 writers or journalists covering those teams today i'm very very happy to be joined by hamza rahmani uh, a journalist and a commentator especially who's going to be commentating uh on the matches of the africa cup of nations uh, for B in sports uh, in French. So if you have B in sports in French, you can be hearing Hamza commentate on the matches. And we're going to be talking about both of our countries, uh, Algeria, the Algerian national team. So Hamza, we're going to start with uh, the section that I like to call the State of the Union, meaning how is the Algerian national team doing? What is the general atmosphere? Um, can you maybe take us through the journey from two years ago, the, the African Cup of Nations? We were on a, a winning streak or an unbeaten streak of, I think, 34 matches, 35 matches. Uh, we we're defending champions. We're going to the African Cup of Nations, uh, perhaps as favorites. And we crash out in the group stages. A few months later, we're eliminated in the World Cup with the last kick of the game. And take us from that to now how do algerian national team supporters and journalists feel are we confident how has this journey been for you
1: um the game against cameroon was like the biggest crush maybe ever for algeria football uh, you have the possibility to go to the world cup in qatar which was the main goal for for algerian for jamel belmadi because he's living in qatar and he's it's such a special country for him. So next months were really unknown. We didn't know if Jamel Belmadi was going um, as a technical manager for the, the national team. We had some new players since, uh, young generation. Uh, many players that were born in France, like Buanani, Hadjam, Aitnouri. Uh, Shaby more recently so we have like a new generation which is coming for the the national team and you had to build the confidence up again which was not uh, simple because of uh, the double crash in AFCON and the the game uh, against uh, Cameroon. If you take the the last year, uh, 2023 Algeria played 10 games and did not lose any of it, any of them. Seven wins, three draw. And you played against friendly games against Tunisia, against Senegal, and against Egypt. When you see just the result, you can say, and you can think, oh, come on, it's positive. But when you are watching the games against Tunisia, in June, Tunisia gave us so much trouble and it was like a little bit unexpected. Then you were playing against Senegal at Dakar. Senegal did not lose any game at home since like maybe more than 10 years. You won 1 0, but without the goalkeeper, Anthony Mondrea, you should have lost that game. You had like two chances, you scored one and you conceded many and against egypt which is really not a friendly game because algeria egypt is like the biggest crush in african football maybe um it was in united arab emirates and in october it was a good start of the game but then like maybe around 25 or 30 minutes egypt was down uh, with a red card and after that algeria like stopped to play and egypt scores the first goal and It was like, yes, Algeria had very few opportunities to to, to score, concede a lot of opportunities. And even if Slimani equalized at the the last minute, the way Egypt uh, annihilates Algeria offensive um, uh, possibilities was really disturbing. So, yeah, you built maybe the confidence of how to win games, like in, in Mozambique, which is really not easy when you are playing uh, in Africa. But when you see the games, there is not very much of uh, control. So from what, yeah,
0: it's very, very interesting points that you're that you're mentioning, Hamza. Um, what I'm going to ask you then is these new players that have come in, you know, your Hajjam, your Bu'anani, your... Uh, Eitnuri, Sheibi, uh, Guiri, all these players that have come in, even Mondria, um, Do you feel like they're fully integrated into this national team? Do you feel like uh, they can start contributing and they can carry the national team? They can carry the national team immediately or do you feel like there still needs a little bit of time of adaptation? And do we have that time before the African Cup of Nations? That's my question to you.
1: Playing in Africa, I think is a mindset first. You have to adapt, after that, to the physical, physical way to play, of playing physical abilities. Not the way to, of being strong, but the way to be able to repeat efforts in difficult condition, uh, be able to adapt to the heat, be able to adapt to the extreme humidity, to the altitude when you're playing, for example, in Ethiopia, uh, to the quality of the pitch. So when you were born in France, for example, most of them, and you come in Africa, even if you have so much quality, it will be difficult. And you need time. So some of the players, Fares Shaibi, have, uh, I was amazed by the way and how quick he adapts to African football. Anthony Mondrea became the number one goalkeeper since three, four months now. But all the players like Guanani, which 18 years old, Hajam, which is not playing uh, with his club uh, La Larosey in uh, Sheffield, not playing much. Um, all th- those players, and even I mean Guiri, which is a good player from French league in Rennes, Osemawa from AS Roma now, they need time. And today, maybe they are not able to contribute as much as their abilities, technical abilities are supposed to be in that team. But you need time. Riyad Mahrez, for example, he needed many, many years in Africa, many, many years of playing in Africa and playing um, on those elements to be able to perform the way he is.
0: So let's talk about uh, tactics, Jamal Belmadi, and, and in general, the coach. The coach is a coach who, if you look at, I mean, I believe he's in charge of six more than sixty matches, maybe sixty-two matches, something like this. If you look at the wins, the losses, the, the sorry, the wins, the draws, and the losses, is very impressive. Uh, I think this is one of the most impressive ones in international football, really, uh, for this amount of matches played. Uh, he won the African Cup of Nations in two thousand nineteen, and then we had those two very difficult results that we spoke about uh, in the recent, in recent history. Um, Jamal Bilmadi is obviously, I think people know him as somebody that's a man manager. Uh, He can uh, psychologically motivate the players. He seems to have a close relationship with his players. Maybe with the media, uh, there can be sometimes some tension, some conflict. Um, Some people saw him at the last AFCON and they saw somebody on the touchline that was very angry at the referees, yelling, maybe complaining too much. Is this just his character or is he extra stressed we don't know uh this, these are questions that i want to ask you how do you see jamal belmadi as a coach what are some of his strengths what are some of his
1: weaknesses um belmadi likes for, to speak first about tactics uh, he's playing like a back four always except against Sam Cameroon. Uh, but um, all the way he was uh, algerian manager he's playing with a back four and he he likes I have the the feeling that he he likes to give some um, freedom to his offensive players. And if I want to be a little bit like to to, um, caricaturize, I don't know if we're saying that in in English, um, it seems like the game plan today for Jamel Belmadi is to give the ball to the players that have the technical abilities. So Red Mahrez, of course, um, Amura, Yusef Layli if he the com- comes back, um, Shaibi, Adam Unas when he's playing, and then pray. Like, they're able individually to make the difference and to win games alone. And it's a, a bit of shame that after maybe five years or, or six years, uh, Jamel is maybe more th- six years. Jamel is, is a technical manager. We do not have the collective strength that Algeria had when they won our Afcon in uh, two thousand and nineteen. So yeah, tactically he likes his back four. Tactically he needs his individual strengths on the both sides of uh, of the attack. But after that, if of course, uh, his character, his temper, he he's very in, not angry but nervous, and I think he can transmit uh, the way he leaves games with passion, a lot of passion, to the negative way to the players on the pitch. If you are Islam Slimani, Red Mahrez, you have the you 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 knowing him since six years now but for new players maybe it's a little bit difficult you have to adapt you have to to have the the the, the feeling that yeah he likes to make some passion of the the game but you do not have to say that Jamel Belmadi does not have any influence and uh, any influence on the way uh, players are uh, behave on the pitch. So yes, yeah, th- there are strengths and there, is, uh, there are weakness, there, there are, sorry, uh, weakness, uh, the way Belmadi is.
0: So let's go through this starting 11, uh, because I think I have some, I think most people that follow Algerian football have a few questions, maybe especially about the two central defenders and maybe the midfield who's going to play in midfield especially the number 6 position but really the three in midfield in general. Uh can you take us through maybe who's going to start in every position and then maybe we can talk about those two areas of the pitch in particular. So who for example who's going to be the goalkeeper? Let's start with the goalkeeper.
1: Except a big a big surprise it will be Anthony Mondrea. Anthony Mandria is uh, playing in France uh, in Stade Malherbe de Caen in French Ligue 2 and he's the number one six, uh, since September. Uh, he did an amazing game against Senegal, so big chance he will start. 95%, but not 100 Why? Because there is Rais Mborhi, the historical goalkeeper, one of the players that play the most for, for the national team. He's coming back uh, with CR Belouizdad in Algeria, and champion of Algeria. He's playing in Champions League games. He was not... Um, his last call-up was like a year ago. But maybe he will be there with his experience. But maybe number one, maybe number two. I think, I believe it will be Mondria, um, goalkeeper. Youssef Atal, right back. Which is a little bit a problem because he is suspended by um, French Football League since uh, two months now. His uh, last uh, game he played... With Nice was October the 1st. He played then with Algeria in October and in, in November. Algerian Federation uh, is uh, preparing him physically to be able to play uh, during the, the AFCON. Um, left back, it will be Ait Nouri from Rompton. Center back, Mondi and Ben Sebaini. Villarreal, and uh, in, in La Liga, and in Dortmund.
0: So here's a question. These two centre-halves, I think they played together in 2017 at the African Cup yeah. of Nations. They know each other for six years now. Why do people have questions about these two centre-halves? I've heard criticism like maybe Mondi is too slow when there's space behind him. Uh, quick attackers can can you know get behind him. Maybe Sabaini can make mental mistakes. Some people say they're better as center halves. You know, in the back three, maybe this player, this right center back, and this left center back, but maybe not. This, in your opinion, can they do the job as center halves?
1: They played um, together seven years ago, and it was not a success. Since Benzabani was moved as a left back, but today you have Ait Nouri so Ben Sebaini is coming back at centre-back, but even if his club, he's playing as a left-back. So there is a first question about him. But Ben Sebaini, was, when he's playing centre-back, like in against Uganda, it was in Douala in Cameroon uh, in June, he was playing and he was really well. He did a very good job. And Aysamondi. Aysamondi He's in national team since 10 years now. He became centre-back after. He was a right-back. And yeah, I think Mandi can be the, the weakness. Even if for Jamel Belmadi, there is no doubt at all that Ben Sebaini and Mandi will be the central defenders uh, during A-F1. But of course, uh, saw Mandi, I think, He played with Ben Sebaini, he he played with uh, Tugai, he played with some of the players in the last weeks. He was not the leader he's supposed to be. And as you you mentioned, um, he has some weakness with his speed when uh, he has to to adjust and to adapt to different type of strikers. The best Aysa we saw with Algeria was with Ben-Lamari. But Jamil Adin Ben-Lamari, champion of Africa four years ago, is not there anymore. So yeah, there is a question for us, but there is not a question for Jamel Ben-Madi.
0: And so how about this midfield? In midfield, it seems like we have eight or nine very promising midfielders, very interesting, talented, with lots of potential. But how do you take those eight or nine and how do you find the three that emerge? Who are, who are the three for you that can maybe emerge as this midfield three?
1: Number six, two players. Zerroki from uh, Feyenoord with uh, Rotterdam in Eredivisie. And a man English uh, viewers are knowing perfectly, is Nabil Bentaleb, former Tottenham players, today with Lille. Bentaleb, like, he, he was not... Uh, in Algeria national team for maybe 3 4 or 5 years he came back and since he's he came back his abilities were showed and he will i think he will be the the, the man uh, just between the defensive line and the midfield line i think it will be ben Taleb, but zerouki is very loved by the jamel belmadi coach Personally, I think Zerot is a good player, but he's not playing with his right role in uh, Algeria national team. So Ben Taleb is maybe giving more assurance, more safety for, for Algeria. So Ben Taleb will be, I think, the number six. And then you have uh, many, many players. One of, maybe the most important player of the national team is Ismail Ben Nasser from uh, AC Milan. The problem is Ben Nasser is coming back from a knee injury uh, in Champions League semi-final against uh, Inter like six, six, seven months ago. Uh, Since early December, he's coming back, like playing 20 minutes, 30 minutes per game. He played more than one hour uh, against uh, Salernitana. So he will be there. Maybe not as a starter at the beginning of the competition, but like um, Ismail Assar with Senegal two years ago, I, I, I think the the will of Jamel Belmadi is to make him starting progressively and maybe the last game, the, the third game against um, Mauritania or after that, he will be playing. And Ben is, you have no question about him. He will be playing. And the last one, four players for one, one role. You have uh-huh. Isham Boudari. Um, He finally has his reference game because he did very good job against Mozambique last game in, in November. You have Sofiane Fihouli, a um, very experienced player. Uh, he left the national team after Cameroon disaster in March uh, 2022. And he came back and did a really good job against Senegal. And you have Faris Shaibi